0: Hello, everybody. It's Danny. Before we jump into today's amazing episode, I have such a fun announcement to share with all of you. Um, Our very own Ashley of Starseed Shadows that you all have gotten to know and absolutely love at our shadow chats every new moon cycle every month. Um, She has a officially launched her very own podcast. I am so fucking excited for Ashley. Her show sounds fucking amazing already. She has put so much incredible magic and wisdom into this show already. I cannot wait for all of you to hear it. So I know that all of you already adore her. Do not miss out on this. Go check it out. It's called The Goddess Complex. It is on all of your major platforms. Go check her out now, but I want you all to also spread the love for me, please. Share, shout this out to your friends, comment, make sure you go and follow Ashley. Um, Do what you do best and go show your support. You amazing, amazing neighbors of mine, you are going to absolutely love her show. And Ash, I am just so excited for you and so, so proud of you. I love your show so much. All right. And I'm, also, so excited to let y'all know that this episode is brought to you by Cumulus Candies. I have been so stoked to tell you all about this amazing little company that found me. Actually, these are small batch craft cannabis hard candies. Um, they have been available on the medical market in Oregon since 2015, and they are finally going. To to be launching in Oregon in the recreational market Starting mid January this year. So, in just a couple of weeks. So, these candies are made with natural flavoring, no added color, no high fructose corn syrup. Um, their Sour Blue Raz and their Oregon Marionberry are both award winning flavors. And I think that my favorite, favorite thing about these candies is the 2.5 milligram dosage. Um, they're just 2.5 calories a piece, too. And and so it makes it perfectly easy and smooth to find your special sweet spot or dosage. Um, it's it's a company that is developed by a woman made for busy women and moms like me, who um, really, really enjoy the health benefits and the psych benefits of Uh, cannabis, but need a much, much more milder or customizable dosage than tends to be available regularly. So um, you can follow up with and uh, keep an eye on where you'll be able to purchase these candies by following Cumulus Candies on Instagram, which is at Cumulus Candies. They're also on TikTok at cumulus.candies. And then make sure you save and bookmark their website, cumuluscandies.com, because that is going to be the best place for updates on where it's available at retail locations in Oregon, uh, reviews, as well as merch. That's going to be available for purchase as well. So if you are local to that area, definitely, definitely keep an eye on this amazing uh, small batch handmade company. I I just absolutely adore them. And I'm so excited um, to have them sponsor the show. I'm Danny, That Witch Next Door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Welcome. Welcome everybody to another episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm your host, your guide, your mentor and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology and witchy business. And today is a very refreshing type of episode if i do say so myself. Um today i want to do another fundamentals of magic episode. I want to do a crash course in cleansing. I i have talked about cleansing many times on the show. I've even given some instruction, actually, uh, you can definitely go back on the altar and alter tools episode. Um, there's all kinds of good episodes where I have talked about cleansing. But I really did want to make it the start of the show today because we did just enter into a new year. I, if you've been keeping up on the pre-show tarot readings over on YouTube, then you know that we really have been feeling called for quite some time now to let some shit go that is no longer serving us. And that is Quite honestly, in fact, holding, holding us back. So whatever that thing may be for you, I thought that it would be so beneficial to talk about how do you remove that attachment? How do you, how do you let go? Um, but really, I, I want to talk about the importance and the benefits of regular spiritual and energetic cleansing because I think that this is something that for some reason among beginners uh, is made, I don't know how else to say this, it's kind of made a bigger deal than it needs to be made. And what I mean by that is I find that most newbie witches, most baby witches, most toddler witches even, feel like cleansing, in order for it to be effective, needs to be some big, giant ritual or ceremony. And, you know, a big cleansing ceremony, a big cleansing spell absolutely serves its time and place. Don't get me wrong. There are times when, like, you know, someone has sent some shit your way and it's time to remove a hex. Or, or you yourself have been stuck or involved with somebody or involved in something that you found out maybe was really, really unethical or right, somebody ended up showing their true colors to you. There there are these times that we go through where we're like, I need a big like purge. Don't get me wrong. I think that those are really, really powerful rituals that we can do. The downside, though, is that this really does make so many practitioners feel like, well, if I can't do the big cleansing ritual, then I'll just wait. I might as well not do it at all until I can do that. And this is where you run into the biggest problems energetically because all of those days that go by, you know, every single day, every day, every day, whether you stay home every day or you leave your house and you go out in public every day, every single day you pick up germs, right? Physically, don't we know that we all pick up germs everywhere? It's the exact same thing when it comes to energy. Okay. And, and we are constantly picking things up and absorbing things and forming little attachments all day, every day. And this is normal. This is a normal part of the process of just life of just being a metaphysical being. Um but I do really really want to reiterate that it's not about getting freaked out by that information. It's not about letting that make you feel like oh my god, right? Like a spiritual germaphobe where it's like I'm constantly have like energies. We all um, if you're if you're in the spiritual community, we've all met a spiritual germaphobe, right? A spiritual germaphobe is... I'm going to write that down. (laughs) That's amazing. Spiritual germaphobe. We all have encountered that person who thinks they're always cursed, always hexed, getting possessed, houses always haunted, constantly being fucked with, right? Here's the deal. I... I... I hate to break it to you, but that person's not necessary. they're not wrong. And I know that you're like, well, fuck, what do you mean they're not wrong? Well, they are correct. The thing of it is, though, is that they're totally giving their power away to that external force or energy or being or whatever it is. But they are correct in that those things are happening every day. Did you know that we hex and curse and jinx each other every single day really inadvertently? This is why I get like frustrated when people judge hexing so, so incredibly harshly. I'm not talking about like making an effort to practice dark magic, like, um, well, you know, right. Like making it a point to practice magic and energy work that is intended to harm innocent people. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the age old witchcraft debate on, first of all, is there ever an okay or ethical time to hex? Like in self-defense or somebody that's so horrible to you or whatever. Um, That's more of the type, of hexing and jinxing and cursing that I'm talking about. We know that we create our own reality. We know the power of our thoughts and our words and our actions. And so when we're out and about, when we're driving, when we have like horrific road rage, um, when you have that horrible interaction with the cashier at the store or whatever, right? When you have those instances in life with other people or other things that, that stimulate your anger, right, or stimulate your defenses, make you feel like you are threatened in some kind of way, whether it's emotionally, physically threatened, whatever it is. Um, You know, when our defenses go up, we inadvertently strike back. As practitioners of manifestation, if you spend every day putting forth your words and your actions into the universe... And you slip up like all human beings do, then you, my friend, also inadvertently curse and send shitty energy and vibes out. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this so that we start like coming to terms with reality about this. It's okay. It's okay more often than not, the effects of our little inadvertent hexes and curses like that are not nearly, nearly as detrimental and and harmful as you might think that they would be when I tell you all this. More often than not. Really, what I want you to understand is that when we accept I myself also participate in this very normal and natural human behavior. Then I can therefore accept, Oh, that would mean that every single day I encounter objects and people that again form either some kind of attachment to me or it, or I experience something that triggers and causes an emotional uh, reaction that then I start then shifting my energy because I'm in this emotional response, right? Um This could be something, again, that another person purposefully does or accidentally does. It could be just a thing that happened. It could be like, like dropping and breaking. Okay. I dropped and broke. Oh my God. I'm still so sad about this. The one of the last gifts that my grandmother ever gave me, which was a mirror. Um, I've had it since I was I think that she gave it to me when I was 12. And uh I, I broke it last year only. And I had it for that long. That mirror was very significant, powerful, meaningful to me. When I broke it, I it changed, you know, my energy in that, you know what I mean? Like it changed me in that moment. I was so angry. I was angry at myself. I was angry at this like accident, right? That, that invisible force that makes things like that. You know what I mean? Like that it, it, when things like that happen, even if they're total accidents like that, that's my point is it totally shifts our energy. And therefore we start putting out these really like yucky vibes and stuff like that. Again, all these things totally. Okay. Totally normal. Totally not something to give your power away to and be afraid of. What these are strong examples of is the blatant need in my opinion for regular energetic and spiritual cleansing so what does that look like now that we kind of understand why it's so important what does regular cleansing kind of look like um so we you know we know for the most part most practitioners know what a big giant cleansing ritual ritual tends to look like um somebody has usually a bundle of herbs I find more often than not people are under the impression that you You have to cleanse with white sage, which is literally not true. That's not true. Please stop thinking that. Please stop telling people that because it's not true. There are tons of herbs used for cleansing. Smoke itself. Smoke itself is used for cleansing. So if it fucking burns and it puts off smoke, you could probably use it for cleansing. That's why you can use incense. Okay. So keep that in mind. And, um, we've talked a little bit about the white sage thing here. Um, but I will take a moment here to repeat myself. I really encourage you to do your own research into the ethics and blatant unethical behavior uh, and practices surrounding white sage. It is of my gathered information at this point from people telling me, from research that I've done, that white sage is a closed herb to a closed practice of indigenous people in America, okay? Um, That is enough for me not to use it. That's plenty. Uh, Centuries and centuries of abuse and murder and theft and total exploitation of an entire group of people, massive groups of people, uh, not worth it. Not worth my preference to just use white sage because I heard that it was good for cleansing. Straight up. That's my opinion on it. So I don't use it anymore. Um, some people still use it and they just say, you know, buy it from an ethical source, buy it so that it supports indigenous culture. That is your decision to make on your, on your own. I am a seasonal witch through and through, I b- really believe in leaning into your your culture and your heritage and your your locality where you already live, into the natural seasons in your natural environment where you already live. And so there are, I'm sorry, there's just a stupid amount of herbs that are so amazing for cleansing to even get bogged down by that argument. In my opinion, um, and that's why it's, in my opinion, not an argument, and why I don't use it. So. If you have um, been around in the neighborhood for a while, you know my absolute love affair with rosemary. Rosemary is my herb. That is my jam. I fucking love rosemary. This is my first bundle of homegrown rosemary. Um, I Well, I made another bundle a while before this one, but it was really skinny. And it was cute and adorable, but this was the first, like, pretty decent size chunky um bundle of of rosemary i was able to tie up and dry so this is this is my favorite almost all purpose herb okay rosemary is highly highly protective great at banishing i mean great at banishing especially great at getting rid of and banishing um negative Or evil or malicious metaphysical energy. Okay. So um, very protective, very good at banishing, also a really great psychic. Um, abilities enhancer. So I also just burn rosemary during tons and tons of my rituals, or this is the herb that I usually burn before and after tarot readings, because this really opens up my third eye. This really connects me to spirit and um, to my clearant, to my client in front of me. And um, yeah, I, I just can't say enough about. Rosemary, seriously, but there are tons of herbs that are amazing for cleansing. I really love the mint family, number one. Uh, so peppermint, spearmint, lemon balm, catnip, all of those are part of the mint family. And all of them have wonderful purification qualities. Uh, Mints in general also tend to really boost mental and intellectual focus and concentration. So I love drinking peppermint tea. Um, I really love using peppermint essential oil. I love peppermint, quite honestly. My husband is a spearmint person. I'm a peppermint person. Whichever one you prefer, um, the only little difference is I find that peppermint and this is in a metaphysical way because it's that pepper, it's got that more spiciness and spearmint has a little more of that natural sweetness to it. Peppermint is good when we need like a little kick. Okay. So, um, I need that little kick and that little boost from the peppermint. I'll use spearmint when I really want to sweeten my result or sweeten the energy, right? Kind of sweeten things up. So that will kind of help you and, um, maybe make a decision between those two depending. But I love having both on hand. Are they're both amazing in teas. You can make all kinds of things with them and they both smell amazing, uh, when they're burned as well. So, Uh, rosemary, the mint family, really, really amazing for, uh, cleansing and purification. Also though, I really love, and this I'm coming out of the plant kingdom now, um, salt. And I just feel like in our modern times, salt gets so overlooked all the time, quite honestly. Um, salt has been used since ancient times by so many different cultures, it is almost beyond a cleanser. It's a neutralizer. Okay. So salt, just having a dish of salt like this, I don't, it's not filled with salt. Sorry. But like a little dish like this, I just get these little ramekins from Dollar Tree. You can get them wherever you want, especially your local thrift store. There's always Um, cute little like dishes and cups and bowls and things like that. Um, This I specifically designated to burn. That's why it's kind of stained. But um, I also have just a little stock of dishes and bowls and jars and things like that in all of my witchcraft supplies because I like to fill things up with salt and then leave that in certain areas. You can also use salt to cleanse crystals. So, If, um, you have a dish of salt, you can just lay your pendulum inside that dish. You could lay, uh, or set a deck of tarot cards. Um, there's all, if, if you want to cleanse it energetically, you can put it in some salt. Um, you can also just leave those jars in certain areas of the home where you either feel like there's an excess of energy. So maybe it's just an excess of, Of distraction. Okay. We're not always cleansing to get rid of like evil and bad things. We're, we're trying to neutralize the energy. We're trying to clean the slate so that, so that it's, it's fresh and clean for our manifestation. Okay. That's the way that I kind of look at regular cleansing. Um, it's so that I'm not inadvertently manifesting nasty, toxic shit because I wasn't cleansing it away from me. Okay. Um, so, leaving open jars or dishes of salt in a certain corner of the house, on a certain ledge, under a bed, obviously, please understand, whether it's using smoke and burning things or it's leaving out a dish of salt, whatever it is, or it's leaving out offerings, food offerings to your ancestors, whatever it is, please, I hope this goes without saying, that you do need to take into consideration who you live with. Do you have children? Do you have animals? Do you have, like keep these things in mind, okay? I don't personally put salt under my bed. I suggest it because a lot of people are able to do that. I'm not able to do that. Um, instead, I have a little ledge above my, above my bed, okay? And it's a perfect spot that it's not going to get knocked over if I put a dish of salt there. When I'm feeling particularly foggy, particularly frustrated, it's, I really like using salt when I need to neutralize my energy and I'm just not necessarily sure of, of the source of my frustration, the source of my energy. Okay. It's a really nice, quick, very effective neutralizer. Okay. That's why a lot of people, um, do spell work and rituals within a circle of salt that 's why salt is so protecting is because it 's this freaking energy neutralizer that 's why it's it's really, really powerful so um the wonderful thing about salt is how accessible it is and how cheap it is, and that guess what you can use any kind of salt that you have access to. I hate when people are like it has to be the beautiful giant coarse pink Himalayan salt. Well, if you have access to that, if you have the funds for that, amazing. Use it. It's really pretty. Um, But if you want to use iodized table salt, guess what? That works literally just as well. Um, So don't be afraid to still make your own salt scrubs or or to uh, do your own salt rituals, or to cleanse your crystals or your deck in salt if all you have is iodized table salt. That's okay. Salt is fucking powerful and magical. And if you don't find yourself using it as often, because every time I I think of it, I've noticed so many people are like, oh yeah, why don't I use salt more often? I hope that happened for you. So I hope this inspires you to dig out your salt. Um, Another couple of tools that I like using are... um, crystals for for cleansing. So there are crystals that are natural energy cleansers that they themselves don't they're self-cleansing crystals. So this is selenite. Um we've talked about selenite on the show before. We we don't have to cleanse selenite. If you if you feel like you've been doing a lot of energy work and a lot of cleansing and clearing with your selenite and you're just feeling really called to cleansing it itself, I would do it in salt. I would lay selenite in a dish of salt. I think that would be a really beautiful way. You can also set selenite out in the sunlight. Um, it won't damage it, but you do need to be mindful about other crystals that you set in the sunlight because um, it's obviously a lot stronger. It could be a lot harsher than moonlight light, um, for your crystals. Um, but for clear quartz and for selenite, both wonderful energy cleansers, you can definitely put these in the sunlight, um, to not only cleanse them, but you can charge them as well. So sometimes I want to, I am, I wake up in the morning and I cleanse my aura, my energy. But I really want to incorporate specific energy or intention along with that. So I kind of want to get rid of the, the bad shit and welcome in the good shit kind of an idea. Okay. And a really wonderful way to do that is to charge your selenite. So if I'm using the selenite to kind of go over my chakra, my energy centers, um, go over my hands, any areas of my body that really uh, culminate in like a bunch of energy can like really attach to easily. Um, I will charge the selenite in the sun first. The sun is my chart ruler since I'm a Leo rising. So the sun is very, very rejuvenating for me, but in general, the sun is a generative, life force. So it really does have those regenerative effects for everybody. So utilizing the sun in your cleansing is something that I think goes overlooked over and over and over again in the community because everybody's like, do it in the moon, cleanse it in the moon, charge it in the moonlight, which is dope. Do it. I love charging things in the moonlight, but we have a sun. We have a sun and everything revolves around it. So we should probably... (laughs) we should probably also utilize that source honestly so um sometimes i'll even another way that i love cleansing this is one of my favorite midday cleansers is when i need a break from work for example i'm already going to go get some water i'm already going to go get a snack for example um i'll go find a sunny window to sit in um even if you only go and sit in it for a few minutes now I totally recognize that we are into winter now. Um, So number one, a lot of people, their depression is spiking right now. And a lot of people have a lot less access to the sun. I live in Colorado, so we do have sun pretty much all year around. Um, Some areas that if you are able to take advantage of that natural sunlight, I really encourage you to do so. If you live in an area where it is a lot more rare to see the sunlight during this time of year, I do encourage you to take advantage of it when it does finally come out, even if that's taking two minutes to get up and go stand in that sunny window for a second. Okay. Or go sit in your car where it's sunny or whatever. But there are ways to really tap into and bring the energy of the sun into your home as well. So you can make a sun altar. In the winter, I really do recommend this for people with seasonal seasonal, uh, depression because I think that it really is one of the best ways we can take kind of a vacation in our mind. It's a really healthy coping mechanism, I think, when we can kind of purposefully seek out sun energy and bring it into our home. So you can make a vision board, whether that's physically or digitally, um, and incorporate that on your altar. You can um, really uh by citrus fruits this time of year, that all citrus fruits really, especially lemons and oranges, they really do bring and carry the warmth of the sun with them. Um, and that is why all citrus are also considered natural energy cleansers because the sun is a natural cleanser. That light, that bright shining light is a really nice cleanser. But one of my favorite ways to bring the energy of the sun into your home is through visualization. And this is one of my favorite ways to cleanse in general, um, and I think it is one of the most overlooked ways, is simple visualization. Now, if you've been around here, you know how big I am on visual magic because you don't need anything. You don't need tools. You don't need anything. You can do all of your magic from your heart and your mind, all of it, Um, just from your very, very core of your soul, okay? So I want you to In vision, and that doesn't have to mean of like you see the sun when you close your eyes or when you have your eyes open. You don't have to do a visual vision. You could also just drum up the feelings. What does the sun make you feel like? Bring in that warmth really tap into the best way and easiest way to do visual magic is to tap into your memory stores, okay? So think on to your favorite sunny sun memories. When you think of quintessential sun energy, how do you feel? What do you see? Do you smell anything? Do you hear anything? What does that bring to all of your senses? And then I want you to encapsulate all of that into one like neat little vibe for yourself. Okay. You kind of bring all of that energy to the forefront of your mind, whether your eyes are open or closed. And you kind of envision all of it into one cohesive energy form is the best way to describe it. It might look like a light, might look like an orb. It could be, it could this could look so different depending on what just came up for you. Okay. And then I want you to keep that in your back pocket. You get to call on and utilize that energy anytime that you need to. So one of, like I said, one of my favorite ways to cleanse, I'm going to walk you through my little visual cleansing ritual. I do this every single day, multiple times a day, all the fucking time. Okay. Wherever you're at. First and foremost, when you feel called to do those, it might be in the moment. You might have known that you've been needing it all day. Whatever it is, though, I want you to first ground in the moment, okay? Really ground down. Bring your awareness, earth side. Bring it into your physical body, into this physical moment, okay? Then, whether your eyes are closed or open, that little energy, that sun, pure, beautiful cleansing energy that I had you envision and create for yourself. I want you to bring that into the very core of yourself, okay? It's at the very center of your soul and your being right now. It's just sitting there. It's just sitting there glowing, okay? It's just sitting in there. And now I want you to really allow it to start to grow in all directions around you, okay? And as it's growing and starting to fill up your body, and slowly starting to make its way out of your body. It is pushing out all of that toxic, shitty energy that you are trying to rid yourself of, okay? Anything that's not serving you, anything that's holding you back is automatically being pushed out and released from you with this growing and growing and growing orb. And as this orb grows all the way outside of your physical body until you are now encased in this giant, beautiful, glowing light orb, you have now cleansed yourself. That's it. That's all you have to do. You pushed all that stuff out and now you get to stay there as long as you need to. You could change the color of the orb if you need to. You could change the energy of the orb, okay? You can do anything from here. This is what I love about this little visual ritual so much. It's so easy. You could do it anywhere. Anybody can do it and it is so so effective. It's so effective. You can do it as many times over as you need to. And I love this for the winter months because we are specifically calling on and utilizing sun energy here, which is so, so incredibly rejuvenating. Okay. Last couple of tools that I do want to show you before we go today um, are pendulums. Pendulums can be used for detecting, for finding um, toxic, shitty energy, um, and then cleansing it and transmuting it. Okay. So essentially you program your pendulum. You first start off with your intention and your request. I'm looking for the source for this crappy energy, whether you're looking for it on your body, you're looking for it on another person, you're looking for it in a house or a space, and you'll watch the activity of the pendulum. It'll kind of go off in its way to alert you and show you that it's found the source. Then you utilize it again. Pendulum is just an extension of you. Same thing as using a wand. So you still just program it in that moment. Okay. We have found the source. And now my intention with this pendulum is to gather all of this energy out of this place. Okay. I'm absorbing it in this pendulum. And now I cleanse and I transmute this energy back out into the universe for its highest good, okay? Easy, super easy, and smoke-free. I think that people really like having smokeless ways to cleanse, and I agree because sometimes I love using smoke cleansing and sometimes it is just not realistic for me. And um, lastly, I want to show everybody The whole, where brooms come from. So brooms, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Brooms, that broom symbol that we all associate with witches, this is a cleansing tool. So we physically clean with brooms, right? We always have. This is a way to sweep out energies. So the broom or the besom itself it's also called the besom. Um they are representative of cleansing energy in general. So I have a broom broom that I still cleanse and I use really intentionally in my practice as I literally sweep my kitchen, okay? And then I also have symbols of brooms in my house that I hang in certain areas that bring that cleansing homey energy. This is a big mark or symbol of a hearth or home witch, okay? Um, And so, which I very much identify as. A kitchen witch as well, definitely. Although I would say the kind of the quintessential symbol of the kitchen which is usually the cauldron. Um but the I would say the broom really can be this ultimate symbol for for house magic and hearth magic because it really does represent that that control and protection over your home, that ownership over your home. It's so incredibly sacred and the broom is is one of of the tools that help you maintain that, that protection and that sacredness over your home. Um, So I really hope that I kind of inspired you going into this weekend. Okay. We have a Pisces moon right now. Um, We're heading though into Aries moon very late tonight. So we will be in an Aries moon this weekend. And I think that if you do feel that burst of energy and you are feeling called to kind of purge, I hope that this inspired you a little bit to, to kind of expand your, your inspiration a little bit about what cleansing can look like. It does not need to be this big giant ritual, um, Utilize those concepts of visualizing, for example, while you do any kind of cleaning, any kind of organizing, any kind of purging throughout your house, bring that sun energy with you. Visualize it. Utilize it too. While you're physically cleaning your, your bathroom, for example, visualize all of that beautiful, clarifying, regenerating sun energy also cleansing the metaphysical parts while you physically clean the physical parts. Does that make sense? So I hope that this inspires you a little bit. Um, Don't like kill yourself to clean your house this weekend. I'm not saying, you know, look around and feel guilty by the mess that you live in. No, for crying out loud. I still stand by everything I said on the last episode that this is meant to be a month of slow, Real regrounding, reintegration. But if you feel called and as you feel called to letting things go, removing old attachments, getting rid of the old, cleaning up messes. Okay. I want you to tap into the energy of this episode and really bring that into, into your home. Okay. I think that this will bring a surge of Really necessary and very welcomed refreshment. I really, really do. I think that, that when you incorporate the intention of metaphysical cleansing in with your regular kind of mundane cleansing, it is so incredibly powerful. So let me know any questions that you had on this, any thoughts that this brought up for you. If you um, need help with anything at all, you know that I am always simply a little message away. Thank you all so, so much for being here today and every day. I love all of you, my witchy neighbors, so much. Until next week... Happy cleansing. Stay magical out there. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Witch Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, I would be really grateful if you would head over to iTunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions. Keep those comments coming. You can send fan art suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to that next door at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week.